The Unintentional Porn Star, Season 3, Bigger Than Me. Here we go. Um, welcome to this week's version of None of Your Business. Also, <laughs> I'm actually here to create a whole little conversation around creating your own reality. Um... Gosh, so many thoughts have been going through my mind. I'm not sure if it's just the new year. I'm shooting this around the beginning of January. This will come out later. Yes, I have a cold. It is not COVID, okay? Um, I'm just going to shoot the shit here. I have no idea what I'm doing or what I'm doing press and play here, except for the fact that I just want to talk with you. So much has changed within my life so much. Um, you know when you go through those those phases in life where you're like, I'm going to look back at like all my ex-boyfriends and ex-friends or whatever, old friends, and you're like, gosh, like, how did I date them? Or like, gosh, like, they're so cool, but like, how did we, you know... And it's been kind of coming up a lot just through either other people or like social media showing me shit. And I'm like, okay, this is fine. Like I'm here for this. Um, Feeling very good about where I'm at right now in terms of like relations, which is funny because I am so single. I got myself a new, well, I was going to say vibrator. It's not a new vibrator. I got a new, what's it called? Dildo. Oh my God. And it's a great one, by the way. My friend showed me like hers and she was like, you got to get it. I got it. I'm like, oh my God. And so I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling like I'm satisfying myself. I'm taking care of myself. I'm taking care of my life. I'm dealing with my stuff. I'm like surrounding myself around just amazing people. And I'm enjoying my time by myself right now. And I don't know, I look back and I'm like, wow, I really like in my youth or young adulthood, I really leaned into these men to like solve my problems. Um, I had, you know, we all have childhood trauma, mm, 5 million percent. And I just like look back and I'm like baffled at how I've always been seen as a strong, resilient, driven person. And I always have been that 100%. And then I know in my backstory, looking back at my past relationships, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I leaned on them so much, but like I had no idea how not to. And it really reels in with the whole like anxious attachment and, you know, abandonment wounds, rejection wounds. And um, I like, a part of me is always like, you know, I wish we all had the narrative to just be able to figure that out in the moment. Like, wouldn't that have saved us so much? I don't know, just like unknown or like issues or drama. And I just look back at, there was so much drama that came through some of these relationships, not just from like my trauma, they had their own too, you know, but it was like not clicking and we couldn't figure out each other's ticks or issues, or we weren't willing to listen to each other. And the more that I'm doing the work, I just had a conversation with one of my good friends and we were just talking about how now there's like zero space for anything less than a beautiful conscious conversation. Like even if you're just having sex with someone or even if you're going on a date for dates with someone, it's like 
we were talking about how there's like zero um, level of tolerance for anything aside from a conscious conversation. And I'm sitting in this town. I've been in this, it's a city, it's a city. Um, but like, I'm used to like Toronto and LA and, um, so I'm in Calgary and it's like got so many great things about it. It's a great nature spot. There's amazing community here. There's so many great things. And at the same time, I, I, I'm having trouble finding my conscious group of people here. I have some beautiful conscious people here, but like I think back to my time in bigger cities and because there's so many fucking weirdos and I'm such a weirdo, it's like I just fit in and there was this level of understanding that we just had within each other. And um, I mean, add that onto my dating and my dating was a little bit more of like had that great energy to it, that awesomeness to it. But then I had the anxious attachment. So it's almost like it's possibly heightened or something like that. And now I'm like, oh, gee, anyways, hugs for myself, hugs for other people with their traumas and us together, you know, maybe not meshing. But um, yeah, I'm just like, I have a level zero tolerance at the moment for lack of consciousness or lack of conversation. You know, to me, I had that big sexual violation happen and I've had multiple sexual assaults happen and, you know, that's possibly what many women deal with or many men too, I'm not sure. Um, That's just kind of been a part of my history, my learnings and all of that. But, um, you know, when you can even have amazing sex once, four times for six months with someone and understand your dynamic together. Like I had many relationships in Toronto where they, like, I just, we all just like slept around. We all slept with each other basically. Like not at one time, I've actually never had an orgy, but soon to come possibly. Um, we'll see. But, um, but yeah, like I, there was such a conscious, unwritten conscious conversation around healthy sex. And it was like mostly dancers that I was hanging out with because I was, am a dancer. And honestly, we would all kind of be like sleeping around with each other. It'd be like, Hey, do you want to hang out this weekend? Like, no, I can't. I'm hanging out with this person. You're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like maybe check in next week. Sure. Sounds good. And it's like, we had such an ease and a comfort around exploring sexuality together. And I, I felt so safe. Now, this is where in Toronto, this is where the major sex tape violation happened. Oh my gosh, I almost said his name. I am almost saying his name a lot. I am writing something right now. And just for context, we are like behind the scenes using his name. So I'm going to have to beep it out if I say it. I'm not sure how that's going to go. Anyways, within the context of healthy sexuality and exploration and um, just pure joy in sex with a bunch of people and it was just like, again, not an orgy, but like it was so explorative and nice. And um, that's where the violation happened. That's where um, possibly someone saw an opportunity to use that, um, to bash that. And um, <laughs> and now I'm here talking about having, I'm actually not having sex in Calgary because I'm actually, to be honest, I'm scared. I'm scared to have sex in Calgary because of the lack of consciousness, because I feel, I don't feel safe going up to someone being like, Hey, do you want to have sex tonight? And like, or like just for one night. And it's like, it becomes this like manipulative. There's a real big toxic culture around sex here, not just with men, like with a lot of people. And I think it just, it's, there's a lot of shame. There's a lot of slut shaming. There's a lot of like uncomfortability and that's not anybody's fault that's not necessarily like Calgary's not bad. It's a beautiful, great city. There's amazing people here. It's just, I feel 
very uncomfortable trying to be my, I'm a pretty wild, vibrant, bold person. I also have innate, like the innate innate capacity um, to be like present with myself and at ease and grounded and calm. And I'm really enjoying my own presence. And yet like, I think that I'm realizing I'm actually really protecting myself here and I'm protecting myself, not only physically, I'm protecting myself um, energetically, I'm protecting myself mentally and emotionally here. And I'm, I'm heading into the abyss of a new city coming up, a big city again, um, details TBA. Although if you followed my journey, you probably know I'm just, just taking it in for myself. (laughs) lots of shifts happening constantly. So anyways, I'm moving to a bigger city and I'm really curious. I'm like, okay, like, am I going to not be such a sore eye loser weirdo? Um, because everyone's that in those big cities. Like I am not a loser. I'm not a weirdo. I'm a fucking weirdo and I love it, but I stand out so badly where I am right now. And I'm just looking forward to being amongst other people that are, um, I don't know, just like eccentric, expressive, playful, beautiful, like don't take life too seriously, but are still like amazing conscious beings. And I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm curious to see if that's actually going to present itself that way. And I'll also amongst that, I do know that whatever is going on internally for me, wherever I am, wherever I am, will showcase itself in its physical form in reality. Um, and that's kind of the whole thing about like creating your reality. I've been doing a lot of work of like having, okay, I have this and I am absolutely not neglecting my feelings and emotions. I have had a lot of things happen with the case, um, things that I, I'm not ready to share, or maybe I can't share. It's really confusing for me because I haven't been able to share so much in my journey. So I'm just going to kind of keep these details to myself, but Um, I'm definitely going through emotions, but I'm really focusing on like having, okay, I have this, I have all of the things that I'm, I know are mine, I'm desiring. So that, that means there's something there for me. And, you know, it feels really, really good. And, um, within that I'm working to really create a bigger conscious community. Um, I have myself, I have my immediate, soul friends. Gosh, pardon me for clearing my throat so much. I'm still sick. Um, and I'm, I'm looking to extend that out to a place where I don't have to feel protective, where I don't have to feel like I'm a raw larva with like my friends with swords looking out at people being like, don't fuck around with her. Like, I just feel like I want to be free again. I felt so free before the sex tape happened from when I moved to Toronto um, which was 2010 and until 2013, it was just such a bold, joyous, playful time. And I still had fun after 2013, but it was like a really guarded, protective version of myself because I was scared. There was a sex tape that kept popping up every fucking month for years and years. And then I tried to avoid it. And then I pushed it away forever. And then it came up and it got bigger. And then I'm just realizing now um, after doing these campaigns and, and talking about it, that I've really just been hiding and diminishing myself externally and internally for years out of shame, out of pain, out of being hurt, out of these violations. And I feel so lucky to be standing here being like, I am working through this. And it's, it's insane to me that, <clears throat> you know, this happened to me in 2013. I 
I was individually working through it very hard um, and very intensely from 2013 to 2015, trying to get videos taken down constantly. Like it just kept coming back up. And then there was a bit of a lull from 2015 to 2018, but that's because online was doing the work for me. Um, In 2018, there was a video that was up for about four years that had 500,000 views, as some of you have heard, and it was on Pornhub for the second time. And that's when I just like totally, I totally crashed. And that's the first time I really started to deal with it. So we are here in January of 2022. That is what, 2018, 19, 20, 21. Oh my God. We're moving into the fifth year of me facing this. And I am just like shocked at how much trauma remains in my body. I have severe trauma in my hips, in my uterus. I have had a C-section. I have had female issues like in the past and it's coming up again. And I'm not even like having sex by the way. And I'm realizing I have so much like trauma and pain residing in my like my, um, hip area, my sensuality area. Um, I forget what chakra it is right now. Um, and you know, I'm just like desiring to be free again, to feel safe again. And so me and I forget what I named my, uh, dildo Peter. No, Jack. I don't know. Jack of all trades. I don't know. I can't remember, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like, okay, this is where I feel safe. And that makes me feel so sad. The fact that I feel safe with an object. And yet I'm like, that is fine. If that's where I'm at, great. And it is shocking to me that throughout my life, like there have been so many violations, so, so many. And I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Like, am I a bad person? Am I like, obviously I have traumas that I need to deal through and like deal with and cycles that I'm aware of and I'm working through them. I've cleared them. I've cleared a lot of them. Um, There's just like this sex tape one is huge. It's still happening with like the case and like, oh my God, it's just like, it keeps shoving itself into my life constantly, slamming me on the floor. My pickups are getting better and I'm getting better faster. I'm processing things, processing things a lot, um, more immediately, not that there's a rush. And yeah, it's been like, this is my fifth year facing the sex tape. This is now since 2013. We're almost in the ninth year of me having this in my life. And I'm like, I'm still fucked. What the fuck? But that's where like you go, you know, people are like trauma isn't, or um, what's the saying? It's not that trauma isn't uh, like it never ends. Oh my gosh. I forget the saying right now. I wish there was someone else on this one. I, was, I wish I was interviewing someone because I know they would be able to figure it out. You probably can figure out that saying, um, oh, like healing is not linear. That's what I'm thinking of. And I'm tired. I'm fucking exhausted. But I'm, I know that when, like right now I'm working on a project that has to do with the unintentional porn star. And um, so I'm revisiting a lot of the traumas again. But what I'm realizing is... <clears throat> as I'm understanding healing is that if something comes up and it hits you, like it triggers you, it activates you. It's like, that means it's still living in your body. That means you haven't dealt with something. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been doing this for so long. Like, can we not just be over it? And we, yes, sure. We can heal through it and get better, but it's like, it does take time. Healing is not linear. I am so grateful for this project to get this shit out of my body because it's clearly living here. And I've just been having so many issues 
um, lately with like dating and having sex. And it's so interesting that in this time, which is makes perfect sense, really, if you think about it, in this time of me having intimacy issues um, in a very big way for many reasons, all of the exes are coming up and I'm revisiting like all of these relationships and my, what I was going through and what I was sensing and what I was feeling. And, you know, I've become more of an advocate for myself. I've become a, I, I think, I'm hoping, I, I, I feel like with my friendships, I'm becoming a better listener. Um, I'm really connecting p- to people in a very deep way. And so that conscious connection with these people, if you're not connecting to the right people, it can be very abrasive and scary and very like, yikes, be careful. And because there's like a sense of more of a toxic atmosphere or maybe I just haven't found my right people in this current city, it's like I am so protective and I am very aware that I'm like, I create my own fucking reality. And so I'm like protecting myself, revamping my inner everything. And then I want to go back out there and be like, here I am. And I've been running into... A lot of people who are, you know, they're podcasters and we're working together in the future. We're set. We've got our recording date set and everything. And it's like I keep getting the message that like, Rebecca, you know, you inspire me to be my best version of myself. And I'm like, wow, like that's so beautiful. I, I'm so happy about that. I'm Thank you. And like, wow, like I don't even know how to take that in. And that's so special. And all I'm doing is existing in myself and sharing my inner truths and sharing this process, this entire journey, which even to this day, I'm like, what am I doing? And then things keep happening internally with like the case and everything. And I'm like, this is so fucking weird that this is my life. And yet it just like happens. Like I, I sat down and pushed record, had no freaking idea what I was going to talk about. These things just keep happening. I wrote an entire self-development book because it just happened as I was processing this trauma. Like, <clears throat> if I can say anything that this, this, um, this is a choice to think this way um, for my own healing, for my own growth and sanity, is that this has been such a gift for me because if I didn't have, oh God, I'm so careful saying this because I don't deserve this. Nobody deserves this type of really intense trauma at all. I don't deserve this. I'm just trying to deal with what is my reality and, um, how do you cope with that? You know, how do you cope with something so big that violates you and breaches every level of trust you have with any single person in the entire world. You know, that's literally where I'm at right now, like in many ways, but like, you know, how, how much of this was a big gift for me because I have probably had, I can almost safely say that a hundred percent of my triggers have been fucking uprooted from my childhood trauma And I want to reiterate something with childhood trauma. Childhood trauma does not have to look um, extravagant or intense, right? Like childhood trauma is different for everyone. Everybody has resonated hints of it um, from their own ways. So just keep that in mind um, as I say that. Um, So yeah, but every single trauma trigger, like deep-rooted, dark, core belief that is so awful has been uprooted through this entire process because I've had no choice because I've been at ground zero. I don't know how many fucking times because this thing has just this case, this legal stuff just trashes me every single time it comes into my life. And I have to rebuild again from this place of exhaustion and 
And yet I'm like, wow, like look at how resilient I am. Look at how I am literally creating from nothing. I am creating a new version of myself. I have a new career. I have new ambitions within careers that were happening before. Like I've just, I'm just like, okay, like this is it. This is it. This is the new. I'm creating everything. Everything is showing up. It's starting to come to fruition in bigger and better ways. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is some powerful shit. And that comes from this conscious behavior. That comes from these conscious conversations, um, which started with my therapist and then ex- extended out to like other people, and it changes. Um, and I'm just really excited to share this level of consciousness and... Um, also be uplifted by your level of consciousness because I understand that I have a lot that I can continue to um, move into and grow into and be inspired by. And those are the types of relationships I want where we're both elevating each other and we can both sit down and have those nitty gritty conversations. I want to feel safe again. I want to feel safe. And for me, because I've had so many fucking things that have been so intense that like, you need to sit down with me and talk to me. And if you don't want to, like, that's fine. I respect you. I care for you. I love you. You're so fantastic. I hope you have the best, most fun time ever. I'm going to be over here having fun doing my conscious conversations. And that is where I find my pure joy. That is where I find my humor again is once, once the real things, issues that, that are there, once those are cleared for real is when I'm like pure bliss, pure joy. I have never experienced such a level of trust within my bliss and joy moments now than I ever have because I know I've got me. I've got me from all of these traumas. I've got me from picking myself up over and over again. I've got me because I have other people who've got me, you know? And God, I was like, all I'm, it's so interesting because I actually have quite a humorous streak to me and it comes out in real life. Many times when I'm on set, it comes out, people are always like, wow, you're fucking hilarious. Do you do stand up? And I'm like, well, not yet. I've always wanted to do stand up, but someone else write it for me. But I've worked on my own few little sets. We'll see if it comes to life. Maybe once I'm in the new city, I'll go explore and do a bunch of other comedic things. I'm craving to here in this space on this podcast to find my humor again. And it's, it's kind of a bit of an ironic situation because, you know, we're talking to people who have, have been through traumas and we're talking to people, um, including myself, who have been through some very shitty, severe things that are painful and hard. And so just in this conversation, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really craving that humor. I'm craving that comedy. Maybe there'll be a different outlet. This probably isn't the space for it. Maybe it is. Like there's always room for everything. Everything can exist at once. Um, oh my gosh. Well, this has been really special. I, 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 I'm just shit kicking around here. Um, I pressed play without knowing what was going to happen. Um, I can tell I've circled through some themes. That's exciting when that happens naturally. If I missed anything, heck, maybe I'll call me out on it. We can talk about it. Um, would love to have a conversation. <laughs> Truly. Makes me juicy. Makes me excited. Um, that sounded dirty, but I guess whatever. Maybe it does. Who knows? I meant it in a very different way, but that's fine. Uh, I love you. I love you. And um, I am going to do a, an episode, an, an episode about spirituality coming up soon. And until then, let's see what the next episode that drops down is. Get ready. 
Ooh, pull your suspenders on. Okay, let's do this. Chat soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. For more information and to sign up for email updates, please visit my website, RebeccaReinhardt.com. That is R-E-B-E-C-C-A-R-E-I-N-H-A-R-T.com. And you can also visit me on Instagram. I like to talk to people there. It's at Rebecca Reinhardt, same spelling. And with all of that, we'll see you soon. 